1: to fire team chat IGN's destiny show thank you so much for joining us joining me today on the show is Brian Malkowitz City. and
0: Travis Northup McClunky from quarantine <laughs> that's
1: right. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about, as we said last week, we're going to talk about strikes. We actually learn more about the Grandmaster Ordeal strikes that are coming on April 21st. And we're also going to talk about a lot of the controversy that's been happening in the community. So to start, let's get right into the news of the Grandmaster Nightfall Um Right off the top of the show, I'm just going to read what they said on the TWAB. In a few weeks, we'll debut a new difficulty selection for the ordeal called Grandmaster. It will test your fireteam's coordination, communication, builds, and skill like no other activity in Destiny to date. Here's a look at a few of the goals we had when approaching Grandmaster after we saw how the rest of the ordeal was received. Grandmaster should build on master difficulty, but be significantly more challenging. Once you reach a certain bar... The challenge should be found completely in perfecting your builds, communication, and execution. The primary rewards should be doled out on initial completion. Completion should be the primary metric for success rather than the score or time or another inactivity metric like killing all champions. Grandmaster should stress the top end of build crafting. Grandmaster should be watchable watchable that's <laughs> all right it's a
0: pretty low bar
1: yeah i mean <laughs> that last one threw me off uh so the attempt here's what they say to attempt grandmaster you will need to be power level 1025 which is 15 power above the pinnacle cap, but will be uh, 25 power below the activity, which will be set at a power level of 1050. We're also going to have something similar to the contest mode we introduced for Crown of Sorrow. You will gain no extra advantage for being higher than 1025. We wanted to require a mixture of pinnacle rewards and artifact power to get you prepared for this, but not make you feel like you had to put in a ton of extra hours over leveling the activity. Well, man, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sold you know what would extra sell it uh uh extinguish limited revives and uh, a small pool of shared team revives and you get more every time you kill a champion that would really sell it for me
2: look i'm just i'll, I'll say i'll start with positives on this okay i'm just glad i'm glad it's not it's not relying on time to to uh to determine your rewards like 100k nightfall or something like that um but
0: that's the end of the list of positive. That's the end sports. of the list. That's the end of the list. I don't,
2: like the contest mode is one thousand percent something that needed needs or need to be com- communicated a month ago. Yeah, like mm. you have all these people who were preparing themselves for Grandmaster Nightfalls. Um, to get you know as close to 1060 as possible and then you come out with here with just like a with a wrecking ball saying "No, just kidding you only need to be 1025 because it doesn't matter if you're above that but wait brian there's more yeah go ahead
1: so does that sound like a worthy challenge so far Bungie hopes it does, and as a reward, you'll have increased chances of being awarded exotic armor and masterworking materials.
2: Imagine making it an increased chance and not a guaranteed chance to get an exotic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Starts April 21st. The other other thing that's weird is that it gives you masterworking materials, but they've made it pretty clear in the description of the event that the whole point is that it your builds are going to matter. Right. So yeah. you probably already have your masterworked God tier armor set. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to complete yeah, the event. It if it's grinding. what, if it's as hard as their advertising. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm largely, I hadn't read the TWAB yet, so I'm largely reacting to this in person and <laughs> I am so underwhelmed. <laughs> I don't I, like, <laughs> just like, so it's a hard nightfall. All right. Like, well the thing is is they
2: didn't need to to bring all this attention to it. Like we knew what Grandmaster Nightfalls were. It's like, hey, here's a harder version of Nightfalls. And then they brought all this like all this uh, so much more attention towards it that it, so much attention towards it that we didn't need. Like we didn't need to add the contest mode. You didn't need to treat Grandmaster Nightfalls as if it was like a raid that you're dropping on the twenty first. Like it's it's just harder Nightfalls. It's not it's it's kinda like they're kind of like kind of like masking the fact that this isn't really crazy new content and it's like what if we make a big deal about it it's like you don't we don't need to make a big deal about it it's just a harder nightfall just let it be that
1: yeah i i think they they're really messing up with the rewards for this activity yeah. so they already reworked strikes a while back and they added a uh, sparrows you could get there's uh, the the rocket launcher there was the coveted hand cannon do you guys remember the name of it after I warden's say, law.
0: no warden's law yeah, that's the one from... Uh,
2: Warden Laws from uh, Warden of Nothing.
0: Warden of Nothing Strike, yeah. I mean even... Mindbender's that, Ambition a, is uh, the one that people of, care about. DFA,
2: I, I want to say it was DFA. Oh, DFA, you're right. Yeah, DFA. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. You're thinking of DFA.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, so way back in the day, uh, that one was like, everybody was going for that. I think there was a sniper also, it, but they were all nerfed, so they were no longer like the weapon mm. that you wanted, and that's why I can't remember their names. Because this game has this <laughs> problem where every time there's a coveted weapon, uh, it gets I mean. tweaked...
2: Get and used to that.
1: Yeah, it's just not usable. <laughs>
2: no
0: now it's their model, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I was there when Whisper of the Worm was the best gun in the game, and then it went away. And that's just, you know, Destiny's sort of in a nutshell. You like, have I was I was, coveted challenges.
2: Look, all things considered, I was there when Merciless was the best gun in the game. Like, well, we'll, we'll they, you know... We're Where's in a better position. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're in a lot of better positions now than... Then, uh, then, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Also, it's still not too late to to change Conqueror to Grandmaster. Still don't know why the title of, of for the Grandmaster Nightfalls isn't Grandmaster.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, it's a little weird. For me, dude, it's still all bugging. about the reward. Well, it is. What it is if What them. if they had done like some amazing armor set that you had to like do all the strikes to acquire? The way that the, like this would be the PVE equivalent of Trials, right? Every week, Trials has a new map. And we can talk about Trials again if you want and the challenges there. There's but, nothing
2: different um, to talk about. Yeah, so
1: like <laughs> right below this in the TWAB, they have the Iron Banner armor, and at the forefront is the Iron Banner armor set. Mm. Uh, they could have even just tweaked the existing, existing armor sets to, to look better and give them a, a, uh, a cosmetic thing that you could apply to it. But, man, just saying an increased chance at an exotic and materials... There's already an awesome farm going on that people are having a blast with, just running through the same strike over and over again, and it's it's actually been fun for a lot of the content creators out are you there. You're
2: talking about the double loot from the knifefall.
1: Yeah, the double loot from the yeah Nightfall. that
2: that that was ex- that was exclusive to Warden of Nothing, so that glitch kind of isn't happening anymore um, mm-hmm. because it was because of that strike. That's why it was happening, but. Um, Yeah, like it, it, it just it's it's kind of weird, like because like it's like oh yeah, you get increased chances of doing this, you know, at ten at these rewards at ten fifty, and it's like I can just save myself uh, a ton of stress and just do this on a step below grandmaster and then get through these strikes way faster and get rewards faster. Like it it depends on how much they're increasing the chance of these rewards. um, If they're more consistent um, with master nightfalls. Your battery levels um, you low, Brian. Yeah. Exchange
1: battery, please. In case you were wondering, uh, so Brian's Brian's icon is going to go away as he adjusts that. Um, <laughs> so um, the reaction to this has been uh, largely the same as mine. It's sort of underwhelming. Travis, you said mm-hmm. that you, that there were some positives that you, that you like about this. So, so yes, why, why do you so, like this?
0: The, the first thing I like is that there's a cap on power. Uh, obviously, that's going to make it way harder. But the thing that it does that's good is it is it means that there's not a ridiculous power grind. Um, we've talked about on the show a lot about how under the new model, your power level doesn't really matter because of the artifact, right? Um, now with 1025, if you have 1010 power and then 15 on your artifact, you'd be 1025. Uh, which is 15 on the artifact is kind of like if you're playing a lot, but not, you know, doing the moon grind or whatever. And then 10, 10 obviously means you're playing a ton and you're always doing the pinnacle activities. So there is kind of a reason now to, to finally to do the pinnacle activities and, and gear up to 10, 10, which I think uh, in previous seasons, there was really no activity that catered to that. So that's good. And then also, you know, it, it's not uh Brian was saying that you know the community was rushing to get as close to 1060 as possible uh now you don't need to do that which is awesome because people like me I play a ton of destiny there's no way I would get to 1060 or a- anywhere close to it right like i'm at 10 uh 21 right now so i'm four power away from being ready for the grandmaster night uh ordeal um and and if it were 1060 that wouldn't be uh really f- feasible at all for me to get there because i'm playing a lot so
1: yeah um, sorry for the technical difficulties on this episode. I also adjusted Brian's audio so that it was sort of more in line. If you, so if you're watching the video, you're getting a little bit of behind the scenes this episode. But um, yeah, that's sort of where we're at. So uh, next up, let's just talk about how the community has reacted. Mm-hmm. So, Glad has uh, publicly stated that he is taking a break from Destiny to date other video games. <laughs> that's that's the way I phrase <laughs> it.
2: Is that, that is, that, is, that, is that a quote? Oh, no, it's that you're, you're phrasing it that way. It's yeah, his
1: interpretation. A, I, I like phrasing it that way a little bit more. And um, if I go over here and I just check out, uh, here's exactly what he said. Uh I won't be playing. It was trials. a
0: series of tweets. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He said, "I won't be playing trials today." After reading, there won't be much of a loot difference for the Grandmaster Nightfalls, and that it's just a completion goal. I lost interest. You do get a title for completing the the new new strikes, by the way. Uh, but besides- yeah, you have to do
2: each week in order to get it without skipping.
1: Yeah. But- so besides mm-hmm. Tuesday recess, see if something's new. You may not see me on D2 much for the next two seasons. TLDR, I'm not going anywhere. Far from it. Foot is still on the gas. You're going to get the same old me, the same old hamster jokes, the same old weirdness. I'm just going to be beating up different bad guys from time to time. And, and, you know, somebody like GLAD, like we do this show once a week. Uh, we play Destiny pretty regularly. I can absolutely understand why somebody would become fatigued with a franchise, especially if that's the main game that you have to play all the time. And and Bungie always said it's totally healthy to take breaks from games, right? So I get it. I get where he's coming from. And – I don't think anybody should be freaking out because I think the immediate reaction is, of course, always going to be, oh, Bungie's you know, Bungie screwed up or Bungie made a mistake. But I, I don't think that's the case. I think he's taking a break, and I think that's healthy if that's what he's doing. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, playing other games uh, while there's a, a lull in the game. The question I do want to pose to everybody on the panel uh, – we can start with you, Brian – Uh, do you feel like this seasonal model has been successful or it's been a mistake?
2: Um, The seasonal model has been successful. We've, we've seen it work with, with season of opulence. Um, And I, I know that, but I think Bungie has, has addressed this before that, that, that amount of content per season is kind of draining on them. Um, So, the result was like, hey, what if we do like an extra season, but with less content? In the so, if we're going the route of what we're dealing with now, then no, it's not a success. But we've seen we've already seen it excess with as a success with season of opulence. That is the bar um, that I hold seasons to, and I think that that bungee should be striving for if they're going to continue this model. If not, then I think I think I think it's just better to to. To separate content drops like it was year one, where we had cursed and warm mind and forsaken, um, regardless of whether you know, you think those expansions were good or not. Um, just having regular meteor uh, content drops feels a little bit better. But as it seems now, with especially with this content, with it feeling like it's reusing so many different things that we've already done so much of in the past, it's not. It's it's not. It's not a good outlook for the game.
1: So um, I agree with a lot of what you said. I've, I've been seeing a lot of uh, negativities surrounding trials. And uh, I fully admit that there's and see that there are a ton of problems with trials. The beaver errors are not good. The the stability issues, the hacking issues. It's it's mm. really tarnished the experience for a lot of players.
0: The rewards not dropping Yeah, as the well.
1: rewards not dropping. I had 75 tokens last week that, that were just gone. You know, like I, I can't utilize those. And that's... That's a big detriment to the game. It's not in a great place. Compounding it with this season that has been largely uh, dull. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are sort of echoing that sentiment that um, the bunkers just aren't that enticing in terms of
2: gameplay. I mean, yeah. they're not enticing at all and, in terms of and gameplay, and I think. Yeah.
0: And in terms of like if this model is working or not, I think, I think that has to be a hard no if you're a Destiny player. Like... You know, it's, it's quality over quantity, right? It is what, yeah. what we should need. And in the past, we've had much, much uh, smaller and less regular. Uh, Content drops, but the content has been a lot more substantial. We've had raids even in the the year after Forsaken. We had raids with each drop, which I think was probably a little ambitious um, in terms of content, especially since they've lost access to two of their uh, auxiliary studios um, development teams. Uh, You know, and and, but I I would say, you know, if, if Bungie has the philosophy of it's it's okay to take breaks, then like have a model that lets us take breaks. Cause right now the expectation is you're constantly creating content and it's time gated over these weeks. And it kind of like forces you to log on. But then when you log on, there's nothing to actually do or nothing substantial really. So I've always, I've, I've thought ever since they switched to this model where there's like five or six seasons a year or, or whatever it is that they're doing where, or I'm just like, why like make it three or even two or, you know, every six months we get something the size of forsaken or shadow keep Uh, And then we can take a break and play other games and come back. Uh, And then, and then, you know, the people who are really dedicated, they can grind for roles and stick around for trials and stuff like that. I'll probably be one of those people a lot of the time, but yeah, I I don't know why they uh, they're doing this model where they have so many seasons and everything's time gated and kind of like piecemeal. It just seems like a, a really (laughs) grading a model that's going to grate and get on the nerves of the players who are expected to log on week after week for very little.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and and I think we can expect the next thing or the same thing for the next two seasons. Glad specifically said the next Mm -hmm. few seasons, you're probably not going to see me uh, very much. I think a lot of content creators are just like, all right, this is what we're getting for the foreseeable future. They've shown us what they're Mm -hmm. able to to create within this new model, and it's not compelling. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to play other games. That's absolutely fine. Uh, I wonder how Bungie is going to take this feedback if they can make adjustments, if this is part of the um, the COVID-19 uh, issue that they're probably dealing with as a studio, you know, which, which uh, I do commend them a lot for how they've managed to handle, handle the whole COVID-19 thing and still support yeah, their they're, employees.
2: If, they're, if they're, their, if their, their seasonal model is at all being afflicted by the COVID um, issues, I think we're going to be seeing those, those repercussions next season as opposed to this one Um, Hmm. as far as, like, content um, abundance.
1: So do you guys think that this is going to put Destiny in a a troublesome spot? Because, you know, we're really in the community. We're constantly talking about stuff that's going on. You know, we're either playing or we're not. But I'll look up the Steam numbers right now. I'm willing to bet you that they're still high. Probably. So, yeah, so I think
0: uh, gaming is up like uh, at an all-time high just across the board. Uh, you've heard like multiple yeah. studio executives like state say that stuff. So yeah. I, I don't I don't doubt that there aren't players and there aren't people doing trials and that sort of thing. But Destiny
1: uh, 2's peak today is eighty five thousand. I think the lowest I've ever yeah, seen it on Steam. was just on Steam. yeah just on Steam. I think the lowest I've ever seen it is uh, in the sub fifty, like twenty thirty, but it's usually in. Like it's always on the top 100. It's never been yeah. by the top 100. Sure. Uh, for some comparative analytics, though, the games that are beating it or near it, Team Fortress 2 is 82,000 peak today. Rocket League has 90,000 peak today. Uh, Monster Hunter World, for some reason, had 150,000 peak today, but hmm. uh, current player 65,000. Yeah. And and they they maintain this space that usually top 20 25. In, in games played, and they're up against Counter-Strike, Dota 2, uh, PUBG, Mountain Blade, Grand Theft Auto Five, Rainbow Six Siege, Football Manager 2020, Ark Survival Evolved. So I don't that's think— That's what it's we're all here for. Well, here's the thing. There's still 85, 82,000 people playing the game right now as we're recording this show,
2: right? On Steam. On that's Steam. Not including That's not including Xbox and PlayStation.
1: So Or Stadia. Could the game be better? Yes, absolutely. Is the game in trouble? Absolutely not. And and I, I don't think it ever will be. I, I would love to see it continue to thrive the way it did at its peaks, like uh, Shadow King, mm-hmm. Taken King. You know, the best moment when Trials was first introduced. I would Ugh. I would love to see that continue, um, but maybe that's maybe that's just not realistic,
2: right? Hmm. Not within yeah. the current space that we're working with, they they need to do some massive overhauls to the reward system and and investing and how how these systems work in order for us to really care again about all of these things. So yeah,
0: well, speaking of the COVID nineteen thing, one of the things on their twelve was that they're doing a charity event for. Covid nineteen. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys saw that, but they're going to announce that on Monday. So maybe that will, uh, you know, continue to drive numbers up, just because people like to be associated with good causes, and Bungie's really good at, at hopping on top of that with leveraging the Bungie Foundation. But uh, you know, in the same way that these numbers are really high uh, because of everybody's forced to be in their house, I suspect the numbers will go down quite a bit once the quarantine lifts and everybody wants to do anything but be in their house. Mm-hmm. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's go over the TWA really quick. Uh, so one thing to note is that the COVID-19 thing is definitely happening right now. And here's what they said and how Bungie's responding. Uh, As the world responds to the outbreak of COVID-19, many of us have been urged by our local government to stay at home containing the spread of the virus is one of the best things we can do to protect our fellow humans. If you're a gamer, you've been training for this moment your whole life. If you possess the heart of a guardian, however, you might be wrestling with the urge to do more. This is the question we've been asking ourselves at Bungie. Is there something we can do to help the real world heroes who are confronting this crisis head on? We've arrived at an answer that we think is very exciting. We'd like you to share it with you, or we'd like to share it with you, and even welcome you to join us in helping make the world a better place. On Monday, you're invited to join us in our game rooms to talk about it. Bungie COVID-19 fundraiser over at twist.tv slash Bungie. That's happening Monday, April 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, people involved with these games get a really cool banner. Uh, I didn't actually prep the asset to bring it up on the screen, but uh, you can check it out on Bungie.net on this week's TWAB. And yeah, it, look, it looks really neat. It's like a heart and it's very orange themed. So if you like orange, it's money. And uh, this is one of the reasons why you have to remember all things considered with Bungie, they do a lot to help the world. They have the, the Bungie Foundation. They're constantly looking at ways to, to help uh, sick kids. And uh, I respect them a lot for doing those things and their involvement in those activities. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to say about the COVID-19 story, Travis?
0: Uh, no, except for you know, I I think that part of the reason that the Destiny community is stuck together is because uh, they do feel attached to at least for me, you know, I love when they do stuff like this because it makes me feel like not a, my community isn't just frivolous, right? Like the the, the Destiny community is actually it uh, uh, can be a positive uh, force, and and uh, yeah, I think I think this is great, but I do suspect that after. Uh, this is all over, uh, game playing across the board is going to drop. And that's what makes me wonder, you know, like Brian was saying, we're going to see the impact of the development process next season, not this season. And I th- think the same thing will be said of like the player bases, right? So
1: you really think the uh, player base is going to go down season over season? Uh, see, I- no, I th-
0: I, <clears throat> I think it'll go down once quarantine is lifted. I don't know for how long, that, but I think we'll see a, a dip. That's my theory.
1: Maybe a dip. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't it's think it's going to be impacting as much as you think. Not for Destiny, anyway. Maybe game. It depends. As a
2: whole. It depends too. Also on like what the narrative of next season. And I don't. I don't mean storytelling. I mean, um, if the if the trend continues of a season where it's just like, hey, here's a bunch of reused content, but we're just going to put a higher number on it, so that way it's a little more difficult for you. Um, and they continue to into the next season, especially since we can assume that moments of triumph are coming next season, because that's going to be yeah. summer. And that's what usually happens during summer. Um, then moments of triumph usually just means that again, it's, Hey, do more of that stuff you've been doing. Um, and they could probably potentially use that to pa- help pad out the season, um, in place of new content. So I, if, if that, if that continues to be the narrative of seasons going forward in destiny, I'd, i could imagine seeing player numbers drop off dramatically
1: i think i think bungie is going to have a model where they have a big content drop like shadowkeep i think we can all agree mm-hmm. Shadowkeep did some really interesting stuff storytelling wise and actually we didn't talk about the the storytelling beat that we got where you know we know a little bit more That's about this impending yeah. doom that is coming this week with the last uh bunker being open uh mm-hmm. travis why don't you tell people what happened
0: yeah, basically, uh, Zavala and Rasputin finally patched things up. They've been uh, pretty distrustful of themselves, of, of each other, since the War Mine days. Uh, but they they kind of officially uh, re-signed that that alliance that once existed between Rasputin and, and humankind. Uh, oh, sorry, I guess he's an awoken, awoken kind. Um, <laughs> and uh yeah so so that that uh we now know that rasputin and, and the vanguard are going to be working together on the defense of uh earth and humanity against uh the darkness whatever the pyramid creatures are so I, I think it's probably just more set up for uh destiny 3 or whatever their big next leap is it'll probably uh continue to be you know a piece here and a piece there, but we never really see the full yeah, picture I, until they they give us something
2: huge. I just imagine we don't see them until Destiny Three because, like, it, since the beginning of Destiny Two, all we've been teased about are these ships. We had, yep. the, we had the post, 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 we had post, post credits, credits of year, of year one. The, yeah. Yeah, post credits <laughs> year one that we hadn't heard about them again until Forsaken um, and all of uh, of Mara's. You know, when we go to the Queen's Walk in not Queen's Walk, mm-hmm. but uh, her uh, her throne room um, and. And then again in Shadow Keep, we got another tease, even though actually we actually got to go on one, but no one was inside. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, then we, there's were a, <laughs> we were inside. We were the whole time. And then now this tease again. So it's like all, it, see, it seems to be like at the end of all these new drip content drops, we're just getting a little bit more um, about these ships. And I have a feeling that's just going to continue until something big happens at the end of D2. And then they're like, now we're just setting up for D3.
1: And you know what? I think. I think players are kind of getting wise to the game. Hey, I got a big announcement. Oh, it's coming this summer. Hey, I got a big announcement. It's coming this fall. You got to be there. I
2: got a big announcement. It's
1: this spring. The pyramid (laughs) ships are going to pay off.
2: And and it's it's just good timing, too, because now it's summer, and summer is the the time of E3 and big game announcements. Hmm. So, you know, and Bungie has historically been at E3 and announcing whatever expansion they have or new Mm -hmm. game, which I don't think we're getting a new game um, in fall. I imagine we're gonna get a new expansion. So uh, we'll see what happens with summer's season and what that reveal leads up to.
1: You think it's a new expansion, Mm -hmm. huh, Brian?
2: Uh, I think we're like minimum a year away from a new Destiny.
1: Yes. So, right.
2: and that's oh. an opti- that's optimistic.
1: I I do not think we're going to get a new destiny, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll play the game though. Let's say we did get a new destiny. I don't know how they they make it different enough to garner interest. <laughs> uh, they can't um, change the formula. They can improve a lot of the systems, right?
2: It's, but it's I just, I, the problem is the engine. But yeah, they can you can, they can, you can make build, the you can't build it. you can't build and I think Luke Smith has already said in the past you can't build destiny 2 forever like you can't it, it, the game's getting too big there's too much there's too much stuff in the game and it's also like at some point all of the all of the inner workings of this engine are, are just creating problems all of the time you know when we get new content drops and it's like hey you can't use this because this system it breaks if we do this and things like that and it's just like there's a lot of a lot of things holding this game back that i think bungie needs to work out with a new engine or at least a massively overhauled version of the engine they're working on and and to do that they would need to launch a new game
1: and you think and that's why gonna... i said
2: go ahead again but i was just saying they're gonna they, they, and i think that that's why i think it's optimistic that we have a, a year until a destiny 3 um yeah. could be way longer than that, too. There's but. no chance they going to Destiny
1: 3 this year. Zero.
2: No, no.
0: Yeah, I no. don't think so either. And I, I actually agree with Brian, but for a different reason, just because I think Destiny 2 uh, sold Destiny as like a fresh start. And I think that after how destiny two has gone in the, the year since they, they probably are ready for another reset. And it's really hard to do that with an expansion like I don't think shadow keep drew any like new players in, or if they did, it was probably minimal, right? Like the things That's that draw new players in is a huge, I actually have a friend, who was obsessed with destiny played all destiny one you know had every weapon every accomplishment you could possibly imagine and then destiny 2 he kind of fell off and now every time i talk to him he says yeah i'm gonna wait for destiny 3 it's i'm too like lost on destiny 2 i'll just wait for Mm -hmm. three and i think there's a lot of players like that that are waiting for destiny to get a reboot with three uh so i i think brian's right and i think it'll probably be next fall not this fall
2: not not to not to bring up dead bodies but as sean finnegan (laughs) uh ex fire team chad member once ghost of sean he he, he always he always mentioned wow you know like world of warcraft yeah um and stuff like that and i think bungie needs their world of warcraft they need their game that they can build on forever
1: and i have to wonder if that's destiny too
2: and i say you say the engine
1: isn't there but
2: the engine isn't there at least you know from a quality of life perspective like it's just not there um and I think they need, unless somehow they can massively rework Destiny 2's engine and do a kind of basically like a relaunch of that game as they have done with like Final Fantasy or, or, or Final Fantasy 14 or other games um, that have seen massive resets. Um, but-
1: I think Final Fantasy like 7 is... The game's not old enough. This didn't come out in PS1 era. This came out. in so the I mean,
2: Final Fantasy Final Fantasy fourteen the the online game.
1: Oh, where they like nuke everything and then
2: bring. Yeah, where they yeah. kind of just they kind of just like the game came out and they're like this was not good and they kind of just nuked it and restarted the game. You know, at the at the heart of it, it was still the same game, but you know, with massive quality of life, better content, things like that. Um, and I'm not saying do that and restart Destiny two story because that would suck.
1: Yeah, but. for sure. All right, so next topic, uh, we're going to talk about Iron Banner – for uh the season is already upon us this is what they say in the 12 lord saladin will be setting up shop at the top of the tower (laughs) you'll have another shot at finishing the quest and earning the new bow bonus valor gains are also enabled throughout the week uh iron banner and bonus valor begins at 10 a.m pdt on april 14th running through 10 a.m on april 21st so this is a great way to get powered up uh it's all pinnacle drops in iron banner right uh you can get your bow and uh Brian, you gotta be raring to go in Iron Banner because it's the it's the best armor set for the Iron Banner that was ever made.
2: Yeah, I already made this joke, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with you, Brian. I'm joining
0: down in the pit.
1: <laughs> I, I did the quest, uh <laughs> I, I was just sort of playing, I don't remember why, but I ended up completing all the pen oh, I was powering up for trials. Right. Yeah. And uh I had a thousand and one power and I just never Play it after that I just play trials every weekend right because I'm past the delta where I need to be to be competitive Mm -hmm. in trials because there's no um power to worry about uh so small thing uh, I think this is the worst iron banner armor set uh it's my (laughs) least favorite that they've ever designed um and and I actually really really liked iron banner uh iron banner has not done a lot to entice me to to come back to the game though
2: I don't mind I the Titan say, armor in this. Uh, the warlock yeah. armor, I'm just not a fan of the...
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't like the chest. Yeah. I think it's the chest plates, man. I do not think the chest plates. <laughs> but you can put on the other looks, right? You
0: can you do the which is yeah, like you can do you know, Boon because you can do yeah. the, uh, the the Japanese-style one that looks super dope on the, the Titan. Samurai so. warrior. Which makes you
2: Samurai wonder, it's like, well, them. if I can do that, then why would I?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You want to
0: get the
2: set so that
0: you can have good
1: rules on that set and then apply the better-looking ornaments, right? (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I I kept my old set until I got this one, and then I deleted my old set, which is Masterwork, so it was Masterwork cores, but whatever. Um, I, I don't know what they do with Destiny at this point. This Grandmaster Nightfall thing isn't enticing. Iron Banner's tired. They've released Trials, and it's not stable. Like, they have so much to work on to get this game in a stable place and if they really are developing destiny 3 behind the scenes then the same thing that happened near the end of the life cycle of destiny 1 is going to happen here they're going to get things to a mostly stable place mostly Mm -hmm. stable and they're going to focus most of their energies looking forward to the next game yeah maybe that's what's happening.
2: It, I, I it, think it's, that that probably is. You got to think about. You got to think about like where Bungie is at right now. And now let's let's assume that they are actually working on Destiny three. You know, they're they're working on this season of content. Like, which as an aside, like any anything that's going to get fixed in Destiny two is not happening this season. It's you know, <laughs> yeah. it's it, it's going to be either next season or in <coughs> the expansion. Um, um, and like we have to in if if Bungie is working on a Destiny three. Yeah. I think about like how split they are right now. If they're working on destiny three, this new IP, they're, they're working on this current season, next season, uh, next, the expansion coming after that, assuming there is one. And then we already know that they're working on year four because they've said that, that they're working on year four of destiny Two. So it's just like, they're, they're splitting all these different directions right now. And, and, you know, who knows like internally how that's affecting development on each specific piece of content.
1: I, yeah. I I don't think that their um, next two seasons are going to be very compelling at all. And the reason I say there's no chance in hell that there's a Destiny 3 coming this year is because of the COVID-19 thing. There's no way it happens this year right now. I don't know what they're going to do in the fall now. I think they're probably pretty far along on the next two seasons because from everything we've heard, they they work like five cycles ahead. So they're probably working on polishing next season. And then finishing the season after that, right now, and that's probably yes. what they're doing from home at this moment. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Destiny three, that's a whole other branch of the company, and you also got to remember they're developing a whole new IP from the ground up yeah. for which is which is part of what they're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, their goals as a company. Uh, yes, it has Destiny at the forefront. We did that interview with uh, it was Pete Hines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that interview with Pete. And he talked about their goal as a company, and it's not just to make Destiny. Yes, Destiny is very important to them, but they're doing so much more than that. Um, I mean, any company, you could ask any company in the world, they would kill to have 85,000 players playing their game right now and complaining oh, yeah, about it sure. like we do on the show every week. Like <laughs> that,
2: The like, complaining that we do, first of all, is—is—is is, 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 it comes from love. It's like, True. it's the, we, if we hated this game, we wouldn't be making this show, basically. It's like when people True. in comment section say, it's like, oh, all you guys do is bitch and complain, Every you know, mm-hmm. all week long on Fireteam chat. And it's like, we do that because we love the game and we want it to be in a spot where we want to sign in on a daily basis. And
1: play. Yeah, definitely. And the unfortunate thing is we've done so much in this world. We know this world through and through mm-hmm. for the most part, you know? We don't always remember the name of every single little thing or all the lore beats, which we also get. Well, you
2: for. know, uh, I, I challenge anybody in the world to to know every have every bit of single knowledge, every single bit of knowledge they have at the front of their mind when they're put on the spot about something.
1: Tell me the name of every exotic in the game right now without studying for it. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Easy. Off the cuff. Or, or I'll ask you some lore beat and which card it was on. Like this next, <laughs> next time I see the community, I'm going to quiz you and we'll see how many. Literal flashcards. Yeah, it's a, it's a podcast. It's us hanging out with friends talking about it. So uh, I, I really appreciate those of you that are uh, a little bit more forgiving when we don't remember the name <laughs> yeah. of the swords in the game for example yeah you know? i Those
0: could play swords. destiny for yeah. 500 years and still not remember the names of any of the weapons i just don't even look at that i look at the stats and nothing else
1: yeah i just kind of laugh at this point i'm just like it's not a scripted show like if, if you don't yeah. get, there's nothing else i can do anymore
2: <laughs> um, i don't have my vault opening going what's that one weapon called there it is yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> uh, but what were we talking about? We were talking about sort of destiny and the state of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, where were, we, what was it? Iron Banner was the main uh, thing. Oh yeah. Iron Banner. Yeah. I love Iron Banner. Uh, I have no reason to play Iron Banner anymore.
0: I'm powered up. I will say uh, yeah. that Iron Banner is here at a perfect time, which is when we need to gear up. It's the final sprint yes, next week to gear going. up for Grandmaster Nightfall, which is great because I'm uh, 1021. I've got four power to obtain uh, and I'm going to do that partially through the artifact and partially through playing Iron Banner and hopefully getting armor drops. Also, and probably crucially, if you don't have your like ideal god roll for armor, Iron Banner is actually a great way to do it. Get tokens and turn them in and get armor drops and hope for uh, really good drops because, uh, as they mentioned in the TWAB, uh, your loadout and your armor uh, kind of meta is going to, I assume... Be very uh, important and probably scrutinized by your fire team. If you're LFGing for this, they're probably going to be looking at your loadout and like critiquing it. And must have sure galahorn. Yeah, we'll unless, it's going to be must Red have galahorn over again. You know. Oh, so. you know what?
1: It's kind of funny you bring that up because I was thinking about uh, nightfalls now, um, and the more I think about it, I th- I think that it would be absolutely fine to have matchmaking for nightfalls. Uh, would it be a perfect experience? No, I understand where the community comes from, from that, but not even having it as an option, I think is weird.
2: Yeah. It's a little different for nightfall. Like I, I'm still of mind of like matchmaking for raids. Like just no.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's,
2: it's going to, it's going to damper people's experience in it. They're going to have a bad time and it's just like, don't do it. But nobody's playing them. So,
1: so here are your options. Oh, yeah. You literally have nobody to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can go to an LFG or nothing. Mm-hmm. You have no other option.
2: That's your or, only you know, way to get
1: a raid crew together. Well,
2: I just yeah, I, I just don't. I also don't under like 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 I, I don't know it, like I don't know Bungie stands on it, but I'm not sure why they don't have a built-in um, um, LFG into the game. Like you know something like the tower, like there's a spot you know you can go to where there's just people who want to queue up for a raid, and you can kind of just vet the vet the people and like hey do you have a mic yes hey have you done the raid before or well they tried you know, it with, like they that. tried
1: it with guided games the whole guided game
2: games. Kind of still, it didn't really of, try though it's kind of half yeah. fake though because it's just it's just a form of matchmaking It um, is. and it, instead of you know I'm, t- I'm talking about like strictly like what you do with LG. an you go to lg you ask people you know and you have requirements and then you can kind of then you of you join you let them join a the chat and and then you can base your opinion on whether or not you want to play with that play with those yeah. people so it's like it's like there's no reason why they can't build something like that into the game. Yeah,
0: the, the other thing we've uh, talked about is doing a playlist. Like, Destin, you said nobody's playing these raids. Like, if they had a, a weekly uh, raid, and it, it changed every week, and, you know, yeah. they, that sort of thing, I think people would be playing these things a lot more. I, and,
2: I bet that comes with next season and Moments of Triumph.
1: So, for the longest time, I, I so agreed before. with you guys, but one second, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Survival Freelance... Nobody thought that would ever work, and it is one of the biggest boons to PvP we've ever seen. Just have a separate playlist for Nightfalls mm-hmm. where you hop in freelance, you know what you're getting into as soon as you go into it. That worked really, really well. It would, it could potentially also work with raids, just let people know what they're getting into before they go into a match. I've almost gotten, I've gotten pretty far and I've seen people who have actually gone that extra mile and uh, hit legend in, in uh, glory using survival freelance. It renewed my interest in PVP in the world of destiny and has been a huge boon for the game. It's one of the best things they've ever done. And I don't understand why Nightfalls could be a testing ground. Try it out with Nightfalls, see how it goes and then try it out with raids. The community has been so anti raid and 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 strike matchmaking for so long and, and Look how the strikes go. People know how to do those strikes. They hop in there. There could be a power threshold so that you can't go into the nightfall unless you're a certain power. Um, Guided yeah. Games had a microphone requirement that you could turn on, I believe. And the thing is, the community rallies behind these services when they're offered to them. And there's groups that would Sherpa players through Guided Games when you could actually get people that would opt into it. But right now, the the message is, yeah, don't do that. Nobody's Nobody uses that. You have mm-hmm. to use the mm-hmm. LFG. So I think it would be really interesting to implement this. And I would like to see the commenters because I I hear the same arguments against it all the time. But then I look at glory and I'm like, glory has been a fantastic experience for the most Mm -hmm. part. Sometimes you get people who don't know what they're doing and, and that's frustrating, but it created a boon of new PVP players in the space and it helped populate that mode. This, so the, the additional effect of adding uh, this type of matchmaking to, to Nightfall activity is you can get powered up for these Grandmaster Ordeals. You can get powered up to do a raid activity. Maybe they don't add matchmaking to a raid activity, but you know what? You're going to have uh, more loot that you can power up your character with, and you can actually get ready to be accepted into the LFGs who also are like, you know, must have experience or, you know, you have to specifically go into, into a, a Sherpa type experience to be able to do it anyway that's just that's just my two cents on matchmaking i think it could have reverberating positive effects and i think that that the positive effects would outweigh the the negative in the grand scope of things
0: So I I will say, like, I I think that's a good point and a good idea. Uh, A counter to that would be that, you know, if you do survival freelance and you get matched with a bad group, that is a five minute painful mistake, right? Where like, you know, you ended up with somebody who's bad, you go, you go zero and five, you get shellacked and the game's over. With Nightfall and with Raid, that can be an hours long mistake. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're dying and, and restarting at a checkpoint in the nightfall, you know, that could be 20 minutes, 30 minutes. If you're doing a raid and you're just beating your head against the wall at the first encounter, that could be a 60 minute mistake. So I think that when it gets it wrong, it, it's way more uh, deadly and to time consuming uh, in a PVE event like that. So I
2: think, I think it's also, uh, to balance off I think
1: that you, is, well, sorry. I think you're gonna know within three minutes if your team doesn't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> That's
2: true. Yeah. That's n- true. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. To to bounce off that, I think I think um, I think it's less about the, the functionality of the LFG or the matchmaking not working. Um, and more has more to do with yeah, the match- fact that that Bungie wants to preserve people's experiences in raids. And wants to, wants to make sure that they're protecting people from getting into those types of fire teams where, you know, people can feel like they can just leave at any time they want because you know the 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 uh, raid isn't going that well or someone doesn't know how to do um, an encounter or someone's feeling a little shy so they just bounce out in the middle of a raid. Um, whereas if you have like a pre-made LFG group, there's some sort of commitment that people have to it, so they're more likely to stick around. Um, and I think matchmaking in, in, in sort of an, like that anonymous anonymity to it kind of just creates a, in, that, that sort of issue where people will just be less committed um, to the, the, the raid in the matchmaking.
1: Uh, we have about five minutes left in the show. We're trying to hit exactly 50 minutes today for a, a program at IGN, uh, which have, which has allowed us to explore a lot of conversation topics that we normally wouldn't. So I actually, uh, uh, like this but let's uh, talk about strike specifically like really hone in on how we improve them that was one of the things we wanted to discuss this week and mm-hmm. we can keep talking about multiplayer but uh, Travis what were some of mm-hmm. the solutions that, that you thought would improve the strike experience in the world of Destiny 2
0: yeah. Um, so I, I think the main problem with strikes is that there aren't enough, and that they're rarely added. It's clearly not a priority for Bungie's yeah. development team. It's it's not really been a core pillar. Shadow Keep had zero strikes. That was one of the things in my review that that well, Shadow
2: Keep had, had um, the ordeals. It had uh, uh, the Scarlet Keep.
0: Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, I did add one strike, uh, or was it two?
1: Was it was it two. just that one? It was two yeah, different. two strikes. You're never reviewing anything again. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so, you're, so you're right. There it was had two one strike strikes, wh- but they were missions that were repurposed, so they weren't. You know. That's right. That was oh, that was the uh, thing. Okay, that, yeah, that's that's what, what I was. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. I remember writing, that I was disappointed in the lack of strikes. But yeah, you're right. It was two story missions that were repurposed as strikes. Um, yeah. So so I, I think that when when strikes do exist, they are missions. It actually. Uh, Curse of Osiris had that same thing, right? Like, the two strikes that are from the Curse of Osiris DLC were both uh, story missions, or same, vice versa. Same
2: with, same with uh, Warmind.
0: Yeah, same with Warmind. Warmind. So, that, like, yeah, they, 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 they tend to either develop strikes and then make them story missions, or develop story missions and then repurpose them as strikes. But either way, they clearly don't have the same level of importance that they did in destiny one, where strikes were like a staple. Like you always knew that you were going to get a batch of fresh strikes and that they were going to be separate from story content in destiny one. And you until just don't curse have Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. until yeah. so of Osiris. Uh, I remember think, that was, um, that was one of my big
1: critiques in curse of Osiris. Also. I'm like, these are repurposed yeah. story missions and it's because yep. like, Bungie says like nobody plays any of their content. Basically, like what do people play in your game? Because you say nobody plays your raids. Like one percent of players play the raids. Like ten uh, percent of people do PvP, and yeah. and like uh, oh nobody really plays the story
0: content. I'm like, what do people do in your game? Exactly. You know what yeah. they're, they're doing, just yeah. they're, all, cool. they're all they're all they're all at public events uh, finishing it before you. Yeah.
1: Try. <laughs> That's what doing.
2: the heroic version. Yeah. That's what they're all doing. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian, what about you? What were your thoughts about uh, strikes and how they could be improved?
2: I mean, it's the same, right? We just we, we we need a we need a better like output of more strikes because strikes are a great opportunity to introduce lore that we don't have to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, throughout the strike, we're we're getting we're getting lore bits read to us from the NPCs who are either guiding us through the strike um leading up to whatever's at the end of the strike um the boss fight and then kind of just kind of like resolving some sort of situation um and i and i would love to see more of that in the game because that's great and so it's and and the other issue is the loot problem um destiny one did it right it had the skeleton keys or it had all the you know all these specific drops to these specific strikes that weren't just tied to nightfalls um so I'd like to see them bring that back. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Skeleton Keys. I think the Skeleton Keys were put into place to prevent us from what we used to just destroy uh, Omnigol all the time in order to get yeah. Grasp of Malik 10 times before we left the strike. Um, but yeah.
1: I think they need to bring back uh, strike farming for cool stuff. I loved yeah. getting a million grass maliks and be able to uh, choose which I like. We got exactly a minute left, actually. So real quick, oh. I'll go through. I'll go through my notes. Uh, add more coveted loot at the end. Even the weapons were phased out before most players were able to acquire them because the loot was too stingy. Uh, make randomization more in the vent, have different enemy types in each encounter, and get rid of the stomp mechanic, get rid of the shield mechanics, and let us burn the bosses to the ground because that is just an awesome feeling when you can tear through a strike and just nuke it at the end. Like, oh, here's the big bad. I'm powered up, I'm 1025, I'm gonna melt that guy. And if you wanna do the, the harder encounter stuff, you can do Nightfall and you can do Grandmaster Ordeals. That's sort of what I think. So I think there are a few ways that uh, strikes could be improved. And uh, yeah, any final final notes before we sign off, guys? We got thirty seconds. I'm I'm spent. This part's a little challenging. I have to end the show exactly at fifty minutes, so I'm like
0: paranoid about ending it. Well, (laughs) You uh,
2: you 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 can just do a countdown. Yeah. All right, guys. We're ending the show in 20. Get
0: ready to say Guardians out in 15 seconds. Well, we
1: are actually we do actually have to end it. So thank you so much to the panel for joining us. Thank you everybody for watching. And until next time, Guardians, Guardians Out. Guardians out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>